Harry, do you believe in God? Never met him. Yeah, well, I do. And I love Jesus' style. Do you remember something in the Bible about the last days when the dead rise from the grave? I remember Revelation 7:12. And I looked as he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became as black as sackcloth, and the moon became as blood. And the seas boiled, and the skies fell. Judgment day. Judgment day. Every ancient religion has its own myth about the end of the world. Myth? Ray, has it ever occurred to you that maybe the reason we've been so busy lately is because the dead have been rising from the grave? How about a little music? I think I almost died just now. Hold on one sec. I think I have to take cover. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ. What? Oh my God. Hello. Oh my God. Why the fuck does the weirdest shit happen to me <laughs> right when I'm about to record? Um, uh, hey, what's up? Sorry for that uh, delay. Technical difficulties. I almost had... Um, Dude, I've been, uh, I switched it up and I've been buying these like flume, uh, disposable vapes, which is horrible for me because, um, you know, more nicotine or whatnot, but I, I was hitting one of these old ones and, uh, it stayed like you breathe it in, you inhale. The thing has a little like nip rubber nipple tip, <laughs> It's almost like a baby's bottle for adults, like a nicotine bottle. And if you fucking hit this thing and then there's a light at the bottom and it delivers nicotine vaporized or whatever. And when it runs out, it blinks and you just uh, recycle it. You don't throw it away. You've got to recycle plastics. Come on. But I was hitting this thing and then I was like <laughs> about to record and uh, the light stayed on. It was sitting on my desk, and I, it was making noise. So I was like, well, what the fuck is that noise? And I look over, and the thing is just on, and it's just like the coil is just burning red hot, and there's like smoke coming out of it. So I tossed that fucking thing like a grenade, and I jumped, and I took cover behind like my desk. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I guess it's okay now. It's not, I think I almost blew up fuck these things <laughs> no they're great but that one was a defect i guess so um anyway what oh, jesus what the fuck's up you guys so anyway like yeah it's it's halloween right so yay oh, I don't know. let's celebrate halloween you know whatever uh God, I'm I'm fucking cringe sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's Halloween, and um, I don't know. Let I'll just you know I'll play the spooky Halloween CD I always play in the driveway <laughs> of of our house. 
Um, and I'll let you guys in on a little uh, horrible sin of mine that I, you know, I partake in every Halloween. And it's almost like a celebrational seasonal thing, even though it's, it's kind of mean. And uh, it's not like smashing pumpkins or anything. Like, you know, I'm not a fucking... The world is a vampire. Monster or anything. Like, <laughs> um, but what I do is throughout the month of October, I, f you know, my, I rummage through the house and I find the uh, stash of Halloween candy that's intended and meant for, like, children, you know? And it's always kind of hard to find, but once I find it, that shit's mine. <laughs> but, well, I'll say it's ours. It's the people's candy, okay? Like, I want some of that shit, too. And people I live with eat it as well and get to it before me, even. So, let's not even go there. It's the people's candy. I want some of that shit. Everyone gets some except me? No. <laughs> and plus, it's sugar addiction. Like, come on, please. You know? You know who you're who you talking to? Me. Like, I have the potential to abuse just about anything. And Halloween, come on. It's free pass green light on candy. So what I do is, you know, I'll take a few pieces depending on the inventory that's there. And then throughout the month, if I get a little, you know, uh, glucose craving, I'm not diabetic. I mean, not yet. I've been cutting down on sugar. It's not like crazy. I don't have sugar in my house. I like got all times. This is like the one time of the year I can like go crazy. And then there's Thanksgiving and Christmas and you can eat and get fat. At least I'd try to. And then the rest of the year, you try to work that shit off. So, um, you know, I was like, oh, some Kit Kats, some Reese's, you know. There's Rolos, and then there was uh, Milk Duds. And I just got to say right now, Rolos, way better than fucking Milk Duds. Especially if those things are, like, kept in the refrigerator. Fuck. Any <laughs> anyway, you know, throughout the week and month, I just take a few eat a few, look at the inventory and say, and, you know, keep tabs on shit. And I'm like, oh man, someone's been eating the fucking Heath bars. I better like take some, keep them in my room because if I don't get some now, <laughs> there's not going to be any left, you know, buy in now. Like, well, <laughs> well, you still can, like it's a stock market supply and demand. Come on. So I eat all this shit <clears throat> and by the time Halloween comes, the only thing that's fucking left are, like, the candy no one wants, which are, uh, what the fuck is that candy that's got coconut, almond joys, and, uh, whatever the fuck the other one is? It's, it's got horrible coconut in it? Ew, coconut, gross. I don't know why, if gross. And while we're on the subject of coconut being gross, pineapple on pizza, that's, that's fucking gross. I don't... And I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for that, but I don't give a fuck. Pineapple on pizza is not... No. No, I'm not, I don't fucking play that shit. <laughs> and um, anyway, yeah, all, all the horrible candy is left for the kids now. And um, I feel kind of bad, but at the same time, I've kind of fucking earned it. At, at my age, like... <laughs> The kids need to fucking learn about capitalism and then how to hustle before they fucking try and complain about the candy I'm getting. So, <laughs> oh my God, what the fuck? Um, <clears throat> but 
I hope you're all enjoying Halloween so far, but I hope you're all being safe too, because holy shit, the fucking cops are out everywhere from my like peripheral vision. Like I was driving down the street, uh, just the other week. And while I'm, you know, driving, keeping my eyes on the road, obviously 10 to two and all that, I look and I see a little disturbance on the sidewalk with some, uh, pedestrians and uh, they look like they were involved in a scuffle so I you know I direct my vision over there I'm like what the fuck is going on you know I'm only going like 35 and uh, and I fucking it was two cops uh, trying to arrest some crazy chick out from this in front of this hotel that all these tweakers and uh, <laughs> dealers stay at it's like a known fucking trap hotel and um yeah, she spun out in like some big dog t-shirt and like ghetto shorts and uh, no shoes or socks, barefoot on the sidewalk. And I'm like, damn, you got to have some calloused feet to be able to walk on this, this fucking sidewalk. <laughs> it's like broken glass usually on the sidewalk. So, and she's fighting two cops. Each cop's got an arm or a wrist and is like trying to, and she's just like hulking out, like trying to strong arm both these cops fucking strength that and she's just like ah and I was just like god damn driving by just like it's fucking uh it's Halloween so I just I saw blood red moon a couple weeks there was a bad moon on the rise so not only are you know worry about crazy tweakers which I've seen you know could amount lately and you, they're unpredictable so just watch out I mean I couldn't even predict what I was about to do or see on, uh, you know, methamphetamine. So just, you know, be careful. Don't agitate anyone. And also just watch out for cops because they're trying to, uh, you know, arrest people and do whatever. They have a quota, you know. I don't fucking think it's fucking cool, but they do. And so just, yeah, DUI checkpoints, all that shit. But um, I don't... F <laughs> yeah, I fucking... Oh, dude. That reminds me, speaking of crazy people, I was fucking uh, walking away from some store because I'm a total consumer whore. And uh, you know when fucking crazy people talk to themselves? Like, have you ever been in a situation where you're like walking to your car or something and you hear some, there's like not many people around, but like one or two people like you know, in a parking lot or some shit. And, um, you hear someone say something and you think they're talking to you. Obviously they're talking, they're talking loud enough to where you think they're like, well, I just saw this walk by this dude and he's by himself. He's got to be talking to me. And then you turn around and you're like, what bro? Like what you say something. And then, uh, cause they're, they're they say something that's usually coherent and they're like, Hey, what a blah, 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 you know, <laughs> boop, bop, beep, you know? Um, yada, 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 whatever. And then you turn around and you're like, what? And then you like look at them and it's a crazy person. And then they just start mumbling total gibberish to you. Like they're Charles Manson or something. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like wolves go out for friends? Get friends. And, um, yeah, they, oh God, it, and then you have to just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so, and this Halloween's probably a little more weird than Halloween's gone by. I mean, fucking 
who knows lockdowns and people i don't know what how people are going to think of or handle trick or treating this year that's all another reason i'm thinking why i'm justified in eating candy because yeah dude you got to be safe so let me eat the candy you know and make sure it's safe and um yeah just don't eat, you shouldn't even be giving your kids candy right now anyway it's oh my god what the fuck halloween aside what has been up with me well, I've been I've been so busy for a number of reasons. Um, I've been working like full time plus overtime, choosing to voluntarily because <clears throat> I have this big expensive project I'm working on, which is I'm just building a new computer. But you know, like I said before, I'm a consumer whore, and I always have to have like the best of like whatever it is I'm buying. So. This computer, this PC gaming desktop or whatever, it costs more than what I paid for, like, for my car. It's like over $5,000. So, uh, yeah, slowly but surely, I've been buying each part and building it. Because building computers is a great, fun thing I do. Last time I did it, I was high on meth and totally unpredictable as well. So this time I want to build a sober computer and I want to have it built by the time April hits because, um, April 24th is my clean date. And then I will hit three years. So I kind of want to gift myself a really expensive computer. And this is like the one thing I was like, I want to, uh, earn or obtain this from money I made and saved. Right. For three years clean, I get this thing. It's super expensive and ridiculous. Uh, and um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But also, I've been taking a lot of time to focus on ways I can uh, treat my ADHD without uh, medication. I mean, I've probably told you all this before. I have been diagnosed by a psychologist in the past to have adult or attention deficit hyperactive disorder, um, which I don't know how that varies from just ADD. I don't know the differences. I honestly think I have both. <laughs> but because I've noticed lately, <clears throat> while I'm trying to focus and take care of all these things, it's very easy for me to get overwhelmed. And once I've been talking with people who also have ADHD and looking at ADHD memes, <laughs> I re find myself relating to them more and more. You know, I, I have like a million emails I never organize or messages that I need to organize. So um, I was always like debating like, well, I'm in recovery, like so the medications available for the for ADHD is all basically, you know, speed, <laughs> pharmaceutical speed. And I know I have the potential to abuse the shit out of this. So, I mean, I remember like constantly relapsing on and off of heroin and meth and trying to like say I'm sober to my psychologist to get a script for fucking Adderall, which I would just sell. <laughs> Cause it's like, dude, you, you're going to pop some Adderalls while you're shooting meth. You're not going to feel that shit. So it's like, I can't even really say like, you know, seeing a psychologist and getting medication worked for me because I was in full blown addiction at the time. So, um, 
I don't know, dude. Like I, I'm all, I'm, uh, it's frustrating because, you know, it's, it's not a problem that is so like debilitating, but it is pretty debilitating to where like, I am so less productive than I f- like I could be, but I want to find ways to, you know, help treat the ADHD without the use of like, you know, medication drugs. And right now it's looking like I'm beginning into like some kind of mindfulness training and ways I can do that naturally. So I've been doing that. And then also I have been, um, getting back into school and looking into getting a certification for maybe an IT certification or a like a CSS coding or a cybersecurity kind of certification because I like the job I'm doing and I like making money and this is all wonderful, but I also understand I'm going to need or I feel like I'm going to need a career or something that makes a certain amount of money per year or salary that is enough money to where I can live comfortably and having an education or a trade or a certification is a great thing. So you're not just stuck having to go through random, just like nine to fives and being miserable. So I've been doing that and looking at investing my money into getting back into school and taking time for that. So hopefully, hopefully you're somewhat all patient with me because yeah, I've been just dealing with a lot. Um, Something else that happened to me, you know, in the last few days that I recognized I really needed to take my time to focus on was, um, you know, I got caught in just like a kind of just depressed, depressed state, you know, and it wasn't like for any unknown reason, there was like a series of things that happened and it was really fucked too, because, um, I like for the whole, for weeks, I was in the great mood. I was like super happy. And anytime I'm on a week long span of happiness, I always get really skeptical and I'm like, okay, things have been going too good for too long. Right. So I'm always like looking over my shoulder. Like when is the bad thing going to (laughs) happen? Because I know it's just around the corner. And uh, I should prepare for that now so I'm not, like, just, like, completely, you know, focused on that, I guess. So, but, yeah, and and then I got in my head, and I was like, okay, as soon as I think, oh, when is the bad thing going to happen? Obviously, something bad is going to (laughs) happen, which it did. Uh, And it comes usually in threes. I don't know why. Someone who knows numbers explained that to me. But um, the first issue was really minor and I was able to, um, resolve it. So it's not even worth addressing. But the second issue that happened to me was I had, um, a death within the family. I had a family member who had passed away and, um, that hit me really hard, obviously. So I was taking time to kind of mourn and deal with that. And hold on, I have to vape this flume. the straw melon that almost fucking blew me up. <laughs> anyway, so while I'm dealing with this shit, I also had to uh, cut off 
like an old friend, like excommunicate them, so to speak, uh, because they were acting fucking crazy and they were really, I don't know, like triggering me. I hate using that fucking word. I hate using the word triggered. <laughs> Makes me sound like a social justice warrior or, or someone who gets like so offended because no, she like triggered me. Like she pissed me the fuck off. She was like some, fr- she was a friend I've known for like over 10 years. And, um, she did, she just said something online. I, she posted something and I asked a question about it. Like, like, why do you think this? And she went, she said something and then we were going back and forth, but then I shouldn't even, I don't even need to get into the fucking details cause it's so pointless. The thing is she just started talking to me all condescending and just being a, a fucking bitch. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I'll say. I was like, dude, you just treat me like you're being a fucking bitch right now. It's like, have you ever, have you ever, uh, I'm only bringing this up because it kind of ties into recovery, but have you ever like talked to someone online that you haven't, have you been friends with for a long time, but you haven't seen them in like a year or oh, years? You've only like spoke on the phone and then out of nowhere, you talk to them and they're like, whoa, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I was just like, she said something, and I was just like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, my man better yeah. chill. chill, chill. It just rubbed me the wrong way, and I was like, okay, I'm dealing with this shit. I'm dealing with a fucking death in the family. I don't need this. Uh, you're deleted. Fuck you. Goodbye, you know? And uh, so then I, I fucking fall asleep, and then I get, like, a notification ding on my phone. And I look and she, she, after I deleted her, I I shit you not, she went on my profile, stalked my profile and proceeded to like hate comment all my recent posts. What the fuck? And I was like, and then I swear to God, one of the, I shouldn't even bring this shit up. One of the comments, I didn't even really read it, but she was just talking shit and saying like a bunch of hurtful shit just to try and like be malicious. And then she was, she left with a inspirational quote meme, like she attached to the comment, like I'm going to read your fucking inspirational quote after you just tried to roast me. Like go fuck yourself. (laughs) Fucking piss me off. Oh my God. Like, Oh yeah. I've learned so much from this fucking quote meme after you just called me a piece of shit. Like, this is not warranted. Like, I've never treated you like that. Like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So, it's like she was offended because I deleted her, but it's like, dude, I just don't fucking take that disrespect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to rant like this because I'm th- just thinking about it again is getting me worked up. I'm like overly caffeinated and vapes are trying to like explode on me because I'm just so. Maybe I was like clenching onto this vape too strongly and it fucking (laughs) malfunctioned but no the thing is i think you know upon reflection my mistake was i you know i saw the comments and i went into the the dms and i was just like what the fuck is your deal and the this is what i did i tried to set a boundary like a like in a healthy way set a healthy boundary but i also tried to make an amends simultaneously like at the same time now, those things are great to do separately on their own, but I think w- when you set a boundary and try to make an amends, be like, I'm sorry for my role, but, you know, 
this is what I won't accept, like this kind of treatment or whatnot. Um, because I think it just, I don't know, gives them an opening to try and like dig at you more. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't fucking go well. <laughs> Let's just say that because she went off about boundaries because she, um, she's not in recovery. She's never been in recovery. Uh, so I don't think she really knows the buzzword like about boundaries. <laughs> so she was like, basically like, fuck your boundary. <laughs> so I went the fuck off on her. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It was, it wasn't, it didn't end well. And, uh, I basically blocked her and, uh, moved on because I was so pissed off at that point. Like I had a craving to use for like the first time in a really long time. I thought about, Oh dude, I would love to push off a fucking issue right now. And it really, it kind of made me flash back to the times when I would do drugs when I was really pissed off. Like maybe if I was just drinking or smoking something, uh, I would take an extra little chug of alcohol or extra little lung hit with whatever lung space I had, or especially if I was, or if I was snorting a line, I would snort a little more, you know, just to be like, Oh, fuck you. Ah, I'm doing more. Cause I need more drugs to handle this shit. But when I would be, uh, shooting up, I would, I, I would like push on the plunger with my thumb, just a, with more force into my body. Sometimes I would just put a bigger chunk of tar into the cooker and uh, just push it into my arm. Super like, with a lot of force, the furious force. And that is definitely, don't do that. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I overdosed many times doing that. So when I was having these cravings to like do dope or any drug on that level, and I was like, because when you, I have a craving, it goes to that, the thought of doing that and the relief you get, the emotional relief and mental relief, all that shit. But then my brain immediately cycles to like Facebook Messenger or my contact list. I'm like, who do I know? Who do I know? I could like message. Who's online? <laughs> if I wanted to, I could burn my life down right now because I'm so mad. And um, I, I'm thank God now I'm in kind of a, a good space or far enough along in my recovery to where I can. Um, recognize that as a red flag and then kind of step back and be like, all right, this is not a good situation for me. I need to be proactive about this and take steps to ensure that, you know, a relapse doesn't happen because I got three years coming up in April. And I want that fucking computer. <laughs> if I relapse, how the fuck am I going to get that thing? So yeah, you know, I you know reached out to my sponsor and talked to him and that was great. And I kind of made a post saying if there's any friend any of my friends out there hit me up. And I just want to say uh shout outs to like the Dopey Nation. I haven't said that in a while, but shout outs to like so many people in the Dopey Nation because like within like the hour I got so many comments saying, you know, what's up and um they, everyone showed me so much support. I mean, they're, I mean, ultimately everyone, everyone's my friends, my friends hit me up, but I looked and I was like, Oh, it's everyone in the dopey nation. I was like, thank you guys. So I just want to say thank you guys for all reaching out. I mean, you're all my friends 
first and foremost. But I looked and I was like, oh, all these friends of mine are in the Dopey Nation and they're all, you know, making an effort to kind of be there for me. So thank you for that. I want to do like a, a gift for the Dopey Nation. Maybe I'll uh, ask Dave. I've been at meaning to ask Dave to come on. Maybe I'll ask Dave to come on for uh, my three-year sobriety or three years clean episode. You know, and if you guys want that, then let me know. Let Dave know, <laughs> even though he's busy. But yeah, thank you. Thank you to the Dopey Nation. You guys are really kind of helping get out of that headspace. Um, and the only thing else I want to say is the, the one thing that helped me just get back on like a good mental track, I guess, because, you know, when I'm pissed off like that, I don't have any fucking focus. Like I was trying, I know, I remember I was trying to even just edit this episode and I was so pissed off. All I could think about was just like what had just like transpired, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how dare you? You do that to me? What the fuck? How dare you? Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, pal. And I was just like mad. And I know when I'm like, like that, it's like my ADHD and my anxiety are like working together to fight against me. Kind of. I don't fucking know. And I, I always abuse caffeine. So I'm sure that, oh, by the way, <laughs> um, sober October, I, I didn't make it for sober October. <laughs> forgot to mention that I relapsed on caffeine uh, during this time and I abused caffeine because I was ma- I was mad and so Joe, yeah, Joe Rogan you beat me uh, for sober October whatever I'll bow out I want to talk about it you guys in fact I have a yerba mate right here it's fucking delicious so <laughs> I almost made sober October but no and so The last thing I want to say about this is uh, step work. Even though I really cringe at myself and hate talking about step work, it actually really helped me like get out of a just a depressed state, and it's helped me get out of many like just shitty mental and emotional states. You know, Um, and what I want to say is for anyone who doesn't know, it's twelve steps, right? But I like to relate the steps as like a cluttered, just disgusting garage, you know, uh, steps one through nine is like the main clutter removal steps. You just sweep in, go, go, (laughs) you sweep in, you go in, you clean everything out. And you know, there's all these boxes of shit in your, you know, garage. There's like one box all dusty and it's like a character defect box and one is like emotional baggage and one box it says trauma on it one box is like all your resentments and and you have to just like take inventory and account accept accountability for each of these boxes and you clean your whole fucking garage out but um steps 10 11 and 12 I consider like, you know, the maintenance steps. So now you have a clean garage, but every now and then you get a new box of clutter in your fucking garage. So 10, 11, and 12 is just like maintaining a clean garage. And those are the steps like that are really important to me because I don't know, it just, it's helped me get out of my own head, you know, Uh, reaching out, talking to people, but being of service of others, helps me get out of my own head. But I mean, definitely, I guess 
Well, I, I don't guess, but I know. I guess I have to make another amends on top of the one I tried to make already, which blew up in my face. So now the challenge has become how to make an amends while maintaining a boundary. And it's going to be weird. So who knows how that goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just glad I'm back. I'm glad to be like in a better mood. And thank you all out there who were there and reached out. By the way, I have gotten a few emails real quick uh, with people or from people, I'm sorry, who have stories for the giveaway that I'm doing, um, which, by the way, I've received them and I need to listen to them. Uh, like I said, I got so much shit going on. Jesus Christ. But, um,. <laughs> Basically, I have your stories. If if you sent a story, I'm just letting you know, and I'm going to listen to them. And thank you. It's looking like from the couple of people that I've talked to who sent in stories, they both really want this hoodie, which I only have one of at the moment. But depending on how many stories I get, maybe I no guarantees. I'm just saying maybe. So don't hold me to a maybe. <laughs> um, maybe I'll make. Uh, another couple of hoodies. Like if I only get, you know, so many stories, maybe I'll have money set aside for some extra hoodies. Who knows? But reminder, I have a giveaway, like a merch giveaway, I guess. And um, if you want a hoodie or a shirt, you have to email Nod Squad Podcast with an audio recording of like the craziest story you have, but just don't include, um, especially don't include your last name, first names only, and maybe even try to use an alias 18 and all over obviously. And, um, when you email me the attachment of your, uh, recording of your story, send your information, like your name and your, you know, shipping address, so I know where to ship it. So that's all I want to say. Uh, with that, I have the, you know, the episode I did with Marcus, who tells, when we, we tell a lot of weird, crazy stories. So I had to edit this one a lot. Um, cause afterwards Marcus was like, yeah, cut some of that shit out. It's embarrassing. So I was like, okay. And I say some embarrassing shit too. It'll probably be a two-part episode, like part one will be today and part two will be, you know, the next time I release. Um, and I won't try and I probably won't be as sample heavy as I've been in the last few episodes. Uh, maybe you have noticed I just went crazy with the samples. I actually, you know, to, um, you know, get out of my own headspace, I have my old, my uh, Pioneer the DJ mixer. I hooked it up. Um... And it was just like, I've been setting up mixes and going on like Twitch and doing like DJ streams just to, just to warm up again. And, uh, I got it hooked up here. I'll, here, I'll play, play a clip of me fucking around right now. All of these tricks around me, I'm Houdini. I made a wish when I found it at G. Bitch, when she meet me, she needed a squeeze. It's easy, it's easy.
But anyway, um, yeah, I noticed I've been going really sample heavy on the last few episodes, which has been a little too much for even for me. So, and also for my own computer, my processor almost fucking like, like combusted. So <laughs> less samples with on this recording and yeah, I'm sorry for ranting for so long, but I just wanted to catch you guys up. Happy Halloween. I love you all. And yeah, so with that, I'm out. So I love you guys. And as always, peace, love, and all the above. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. Stop it. You're acting like a child. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. He'll hear you. Here he comes now. I'm getting out of it. Get on, get on. I used to not look like this, you know, so I was just, uh, bro, when I first met you, you had, uh, no, it wasn't dreads, but it was like, it was dreads, kind of like a short, like mini, short mini, dreads. mini short dreads. dreads, like a high fade that was almost becoming dreads. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And you were muscular even that back then, but you weren't like, you know, now I'm just like, fuck, you should be a bodyguard. Yeah. Know? I probably should be doing uh, bounce work. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, dude, I went in to downtown slow the other day and the fucking bars were going off and there were so many drunk college kids out there. And I was I was some for some reason I was in Gumball Alley. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Gumball Alley is this gross alley that's got gum, chewed gum. Oh, stuck yeah, that freaking alleyway, bro. It's, that's it's, so f- damn fucking gross. It's every the time grossest. I walk, yeah. Yeah. Every time and, I walk, and people take pictures, and they stick around it. Yeah. It's behind all even the tourists. Even still right now with COVID. Yeah. All the tourists. Like, even still right now with COVID. There, there probably is COVID on all oh, that. Oh, dude, gum. there's definitely COVID. Because it's that sticky wall, gum. Bro. Yeah. Like, it's fucking people stick it on there. They go by there and it's just like a thing. No, it's tourists, like tourists go there just to buy gum and chew it and then stick it on the wall and just touch everything i can't even believe that and it's it's gumball alley is like an alley still making money right now how does gumball alley make money it's just an alley behind all the gross bars or i mean well okay maybe not money because i saw people are still sticking on the wall and shit even today with everything i saw a fucking video of a drunk college kid it's being filmed on like a cell phone he's so drunk he takes his tongue and he licks the entire wall from one end to the other no. of, Gum- of Gumball Alley. And he's, and he's just, no. he's, he's walking like no. 20 to 25 feet. No, dude, that's gross. Dragging no. his tongue. And there's just so much. No. Gu- yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking nasty. dude. I mean, it, it probably tastes like dirt. There's a lot of dirt sticks to that gum, but I don't know how I got on that subject. But yeah, there was just drunk kids making out and they were practically leaning on the wall of chewed up gum because, mm. you know, they're making out hard like hands that were going in directions. I didn't know they could bend that way. And they were in, in a very passionate embrace, but they were like pressed up against gumball alley wall. And it was like moist outside. I was just like, dude, you're going to stick yourself to the wall. This is gross. 
There's probably so many gross sex stuck to that gum on that alley from everybody making out back there, but I'm sorry. I have to... No, it's all cool. Anyway, please continue. So, yeah, basically, I went back out and... uh, you know, I met after going out with this girl, some things were going on. I started going to a lot of parties, actually. Uh, and I'm not really a party guy, bro. I mean, I've been to a few house parties. Like the last time that I was like really on my binge in college, I was going to like, a lot of house parties. And that's oh, yeah. really where I got into. We heard stories. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Oh, yeah, I talked about that the last time, huh? You, like, yeah. puked in the back of a taxi and got oh, kicked out. Oh, yeah, down. after the whole fucking King's Cup deal and everybody oh, was King's... taking off their fucking clothes and yeah, shit. Yeah, you got naked. Yeah, planes. it was fucking weird, bro. Like, But no, straight up. I cult, oh, cult shit right dude, there. Dude, it's just like some weird shit. I don't know why I get caught up in situations like that. But a lot similar situation happened when I went to Vegas later on. And that's when I started doing like... Coke? Well, they were. I almost well, yeah, got it's caught. Vegas. Yeah, it's fucking Vegas. But yeah, I went over there and I was just cool about it. But this is what they started doing after they started sniffing their lines. And I was just there kind of doing my own thing. Basically, what happened was I they never told me they were going to do something like that. I knew there was going to be drugs. I knew there was going to... I went to the bars. I, I you know, dropped money on cash in the casinos and shit. Are you in Vegas you know, at this point? Yeah, I was in Vegas at this okay. point. And I, you know, I was hanging out with my friends. I thought it was just cool. And it was... They kind of tried to get me hooked up with this girl, which I didn't mind her. I thought she was pretty... You know, she's pretty cute, but... But nice. it was, but she was kind of more of a way too intense type, and I was kind of like, uh, I'm kinda intense cool. like party type. Yeah, kinda. okay. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, you like, laid back. Yeah, I'm laid back. Bro. I got it. So I went over there, and you know, this they started bringing out the bags, you know, with with all the fucking white powder and shit. You know, what I mean, how much cocaine up shit. are we talking about? <sighs> I'm not sure how much because you know I don't really weigh it out for me to know how much was but it, eyeball. but I'd say like a good ball, you know, like a freaking a ball. Yeah, a ball, pretty right. much. So like. So Ooh. they brought it out, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, he's like, hey, I'm just going to let you know we're doing coke now. I'm like, okay, well, I already knew you guys were going to do something sort of like that. What I didn't expect them to do, and I'm here tripping. I'm here fucking, you know, high as fuck off weed, you know, because I got it from the dispensary down in L.A., and I said I'm not going to do the hard shit because I'm trying to be coherent and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, dabs, so I, dabs are too much. Yeah, well, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I did dabs and all that stuff, but I'm talking about specifically the, you know, the coke. Do you that. mean... You're like, I don't want to get too strong a weed because I don't entirely trust these people entirely. So if I get too fucked up. Well, I, I was already high off the dads. I don't mind that. I can still be like oh, here. Oh, the cocaine. Yeah. It's the cocaine specifically I, I didn't want to take, bro. I mean, yeah, but, I get it. But I mean, I used to, you know, I, I'd sniffed a few lines before, but I don't like that feeling of like, you know, that was like the same thing when I was doing heroin where you just basically not all there, bro. You can't do shit, bro. You know, you're kind of just flimsy yeah. noodle grooving type of deal. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks when you're there and you're like, I Yeah, well I you can't it. do shit. Well most of the time you don't remember that shit, but there's then there's the times that you do, you know what I mean? So I'm just I remember doing that for a whole month in Venice before talking about that. And, oh no. You know, but I just never, you know, but anyways, um so um I decided to go ahead and just, you know, do that, you know, in the sense of like me just hanging out and chilling with them there. They're there. And the next thing you know, the girl that's right there is like, oh, hey, you know, we're all sitting around the table where, you know, we're drinking and whatnot. And she's like, oh, you know, your tits are really nice. I was like, oh, really? She pulls out her tits and all that stuff in the middle of everybody, wait, wait. bro. In the middle of everybody. Who, someone and, said her tits are nice. Yeah. Her tits like, oh, yeah, your tips are kind of shaped are, in a specific way. Are you guys at a hotel? or? A, yeah, we're kind of like in a room that's that, that, that by a casino. Yeah, 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 yeah it's by okay. the casino and all that. So and she just busts her tits out. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. And let, yeah. fucking. Let, I, your, let your freak flag fly. Pretty dude, much. You know? Like, I didn't mind it. I was 
like cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a tip, but then this is what they started doing. It's like, oh, oh, it's like, well, your well, your stuff starts looking nice too. And I'm like, oh, well, not me, but the girl, the guy that was there, because there was like two other guys and three girls and uh, orgy. Yeah, pretty much is what they wanted <laughs> to do. And so, wait, so oh when I started God. realizing oh, what no. happens. <laughs> When, oh, I started, no. when I started to realize what happened, I started freaking out, bro, because oh. I'm like, okay, oh, God. I'm not high enough to be at the state that they are at right now. So, wanna, and, do, and the question and, is, do you want to be that yeah, high? I don't want to be that high. That's the whole deal. <laughs> and oh, then, no. so, because this is the thing that happens. Ugh, the last time that some a similar situation that I've been in happened, um, not that something that happened to me, but very close and I fucking was incoherent and some shit, you know, weird shit always oh, happens when no. you're that fucking, you know, yeah. thank goodness nothing happened, but some shit like that happens, you know what I mean? So but I, wait, you, you don't live in near Vegas. You live here in California. Yeah, pretty much. So you're out of your element. You're out of my like, element. Yep. All this other stuff, bro. You know what I mean? You, I mean, you, you same have, thing with Venice. I was homeless, you know, and then you get given a bunch of shit that you don't really know about. You're yeah. Just you're thrown out. into a situation. You have to deal with it. Yeah. I had to deal with it. So yeah, I just so basically. Oh my god! Wait, that wait, happened. Wait. And so wait, so she, like she got her tits out, and now she's like, "This guy's tits." She's like, "He's got nice tits," and now they're starting to get like, "Ooh, touchy feely," and it's getting yeah. It's starting and they're to- and and then they start going towards me, bro. Oh, they're no. like, "Oh yeah," you know? they, and I, and I immediately turn- this is what I do. This is what I do, oh, bro. I oh, walk no. out. So they, they, I, they all turn their gaze on you. They're oh like, yeah, dude. They like, did, bro. And, and you can just see it in their eyes, bro. What was more what to me fuck? seeing every single one of their eyes. You and saw the just... horniness in their pupils. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, dude, and you could like, see your reflection like, of bro, your. I was not. But the thing was more seeing them. It was almost as if it was planned. Which is what was oh, weird. Oh, that's scarier. No, that's no, way they scarier. They didn't let me know, bro. And I knew that they were wanting to do something like this. Oh, no. So, what so, if they have a secret sex cult and they're like, we got to take you? No, he, I this don't guy. think it's a cult. I think they were just like, yo, you know, I just cannot, you know, they, they could be get, into they could blood just, sacrifices for all you know. Nah, bro, you, remember, you see the movie know. Blade? Yeah. They get, got invited to the rave and the sprinklers. Sh- shower blood? Mm. Anything can happen. Bro, you know? no, I don't know, bro, about that, dude. Bro. <laughs> oh I, don't my know, God. I don't know about that, bro. But that they're the definitely funniest, freaky, though. Dude, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. You're just like, yeah, okay, let's do some coke, and then all of a sudden, you don't even expect it. They start coming onto each other, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, your dude. tits are nice. But and what then was they, weird no, no, about wait. it is that they were trying to. Okay, so I stood up, I walked away, I went to the middle oh, of the room, no. and this is what happens. They. <laughs> Dude, the three girls that were there, and the two girls are the two guys are just sitting at the corner on the two table. other guys, two other girls. Yes, that's a, or like. So me, is this a five sum? No, it's a six sum because <laughs> it's yeah, a six. Because there's three girls. There's two other guys. It's and a then there's me in the middle that is oh, questionable no. about the whole situation. Oh, so, no. so I'm here. They didn't oh. let me know that they were going to do this shit. We already hung out. We already went on a roller coaster. We did some cool <laughs> shit high. Yeah. We went out. We got drunk. You know what I mean? Fuck I was like, yeah. cool, it's a party. You know what mm. I mean? But oh. when they come back and then that happens, I walk out to the middle of the room and the three girls are coming on to me and the two guys are pulling out stuff. And they're they're just dicks. Watching. Oh yeah, they're just watching, bro. So three girls are trying to seduce you at once. Yeah, and, and they're watching the whole thing. Bro. Multiple guys tr- getting their dicks out, ready to get like be cucked and jack off while you get. At- oh, and I just walk out, bro. No. I straight walk out, oh and I straight just leave. They all turn their eyes to you and they're like, look at my Oh, bro, dude, it was a huge controversy. We're not friends anymore. You know, there was a huge, there was a whole ordeal. And then this is what they wanted to do because they flipped it on me. 
trying to say, well, you know, you didn't, well, I'm trying to say that as if, uh, like I did some crazy ass shit because I didn't, because I think mostly it was because I didn't, I basically killed the vibe. <laughs> Why are you such a cock block? God, what the fuck? You just ruined the orgy, Marcus. What the fuck? Well, yeah, dude, bro. Like, who's going to... Well, first of all, why do you think I'm going to do that shit? Second, second... I wouldn't want to No, bro, nobody let me know shit. So that's the type of situation... This is why kids stay sober. Yeah, dude. Stay sober. Because if on some real... If you're trying to get into some shit like that, you know, or walk into some shit like that let me tell you it's gonna traumatize you you're gonna get some situation that's yeah, why dude. to me I, I think about that shit bro like on the real which is why i really want to stay sober is because you never know who what you're hanging out with what that stuff was up to for you to be kind of get into some shit like that you know that's true and um i mean that's kind of the orgy story is kind of funny like, I mean, I'm thinking it's kind of funny, but when you're listening to it, but I'm like when you're in a situation, this. that's no. a different story. If yeah. I was in a hotel in Vegas and I'm in another state than my home and I'm like doing coke with people I don't know very well and they're all starting to touch each other's genitals and then they all start to collectively look at me and they're like, look at that sexy dude over there. Bro, um, I, wa- I, I would be like, I would get scared. Bro. I'd be like, what the So f- we don't talk. And the thing is, is that we don't, we <laughs> don't talk f- anymore. Um, the drive back yeah. was awkward as fuck. And, oh no, yeah. you had to drive in their car. Oh yeah, I was with them, bro. They, well, they, well, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, really dude, you didn't let me know shit. And then when it was time to get down, they made up this crazy story about me uh, that I what? did. Oh yeah, and that was they a whole made re- up some shit. They made up some shit saying that on the drive back I was doing some weird stuff, and that uh. and uh, and basically they tried to confront me about it, and I'm like, no, that's some bullshit. You guys made me pay to go and didn't tell me about that shit at all whatsoever. So I left. I dipped, and uh, I ended up. Uh, not they, talking to them anymore after they drop me off. They're basically gaslighting you because you you feel uncomfortable. In yeah, about bro. The, and I straight called them out, bro. Dude, uh, during the whole time, and I'm high and all this other shit afterwards. And I really, oh, I remember just going dude. to sleep, Uncom- not and and I only slept. I remember for like an hour because yeah, I was how just could so you, uncomfortable, bro. How could you sleep if you're on coke and that happened? Yeah, dude. Bro. <laughs> that's some real shit, dude. No, that's okay. some real shit. Man. Let's let's just break this situation down because I've da- you're this is the first time you're ever telling me this story like yeah. you told me about well i was what trying to t- i was going to tell you the last time when we were sitting down but then that whole yeah the porch know, pirate ruined it and i wanted to hear it this is fucking gold <laughs> <laughs> like this is some gnarly i like i have some crazy stories but this is pretty so wait okay you're in a hotel and three women are coming on to you like they want to all f- do crazy things to you and you're getting aroused but no, I'm not even getting aroused. I'm freaked out, bro. See, part of me would be freaked out, but part of me would be aroused, and nah, that would bro. scare me nah. even more. Nah. And that being that scared would might arouse me even more. I was uh, then. So this is what happens because these are because it'd be different if you just didn't know any of these guys. But half of these dudes were my friends. So for but me, how long have you known them? I've never, like I kn- I know the uh the two of them and then the third the third person that was there for about like two two and a half years. Okay, so you feel like you've known them, but see, that's yeah. that's even weirder because yeah. then you feel like you've known them and then there's exactly. this weird side to them no, that you never no, knew. Exactly, and you're like who have and I been think, hanging out with this whole time? So whoa, so whoa, I stopped whoa. hanging out with them for 
basically that was kind of the ultimatum. I'm like, you guys aren't my friends anymore. I'm not doing this shit no more with y'all. Uh, yeah, and then to make you feel weird about it, dude, like to put you in that environment. I think it was more that they were embarrassed and the fact that wondering if I would have said some shit, which now I'm kind of revealing. I never really told anybody. Yeah, about they're probably a, probably in some weird cult and they don't want anyone to know about it. Look, it, if three girls are coming on to you, that's one thing. Okay. That's the situation in itself. But then if you got three women coming on to you and right behind them, you see multiple dudes whipping their dicks out to jack off. How comfortable do you feel about part, like going further in this scenario? I would, I'd want to stop probably. Bro, it was nuts. Cause but- if I continued, look, I, you just don't know if there's ulterior motives. Maybe like I just watched yeah. this fucking crazy documentary. Um, that vice put out called the devil, you know, and it's about this guy named Pazuzu who like had this cult kind of Mancini cult who, and he would kill people and he'd give people drugs and he'd brainwash the fuck out of him, get him to kill people for him. It's like, and he would fuck like multiple girls and he would do kind of the Manson thing, like seduce people and get them to do shit for him. So it's just, you never know. It's like, especially if you're going to get in a relationship with somebody or if you're going to invite them into the privacy of your home and get naked together, you kind of want to have a, some kind of trust established. There should have been disclosure. I would have still said no, but like it'd be different if and you knew me and like, or something. And they like, okay, hey, we're going to do this when we're going here. We're having a huge fucking orgy. I'm like, oh, okay. No, thank you. I'm going to leave, but I'm not going to go to this trip, you know? Yeah. Hey, you want to go to Vegas? We're going to all have sex with each other. Yeah. So you're there. Just, yeah, just exactly. a heads up. So it's going to be that. And they didn't say a word. Surprise. Surprise. Here's all our naked. And they just do it in the middle. And that's what made it thinking as if like, what I was going to agree with that. And the thing is, I know so much about that dude, his brother. Look, and the thing is, I felt kind of like I knew his family, his brother. Oh, and he revealed a lot of. Yeah, shit dude. to you yeah dude bro Ooh, so so the it, it was weirdly awkward because i knew yeah, this guy that, i felt like I could that trust this guy, makes bro. it so weird yeah bro. so fucking weird and then you were like i need to stop using drugs like this <laughs> actually i kept on going but i was but i it was it was excluding these guys and i would have been like if i'm gonna use drugs i'm gonna be by myself yeah. <laughs> you know there was a and then on top of that uh i, I was going to uh uh when I was going out with the girlfriend I have, um, or did have, we were kind of getting fucked up together doing stuff. But um, there's been a there was a lot of paranormal activity, bro, happening while paranormal was, activity. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? You yeah. seen ghosts? Um, yeah, like stuff flying off cases. What were you and, on? And uh, I wasn't on anything. I what was, the? F- that's what I'm saying. Just uh, well, the people who I was hanging out with, whatever they were doing, uh. You know, in the sense of like them, because I knew some of them were like on meth and I'm like, okay, you're twacked out, whatever, bro. I'm not trying to do that anymore. Well, okay. But you were still on and off drugs. Yeah, pretty much. So you most likely felt residual effects. Probably. While you're coming off the drugs. Yeah, probably. Because who knows what your sleep schedule is like. Oh yeah. It was so fun. You probably saw uh, some tracer patterns and shadow people. people. Oh yeah, Yeah. for sure. Maybe might've heard voices. I know I did. I've used to hear voices when I was in psychosis. So, uh, 
So pretty much. And, you know, that went on for like a year. I mean, it's not that much. That's like the only really the biggest story during my relapse. Yeah. You know, because I wasn't doing it like major crazy like I was before, you know, when I relapsed on this time. I was just, you know, trying trying to be normal, I guess you could say. You're trying to be functional. Trying to be functional. But, I mean... You can only be functional for so long until you get invited to a fucking sex orgy in Vegas, you know? So this is what I would, this is what I'm pondering. Were they eventually snorting lines of Coke off of each other? Yeah, they're, they're most likely were. For sure. Body I was, shots. I remember, I remember locking myself in my room and just being like, yo, because and I remember yelling at them saying, hey, yo, when you guys get done with what you're doing... You guys can, you know, no one's coming into this room. Maddie, you can sleep in the other fucking room and I don't give a fuck. And I locked up the door and I just stayed in there until they were done. And I would hear. Did you hear heard, noises? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, God. That is fucking traumatic, dude. Tell me about it, dude. Like six different people's moans. Oh, yeah. And the thing is. And they, you can different. You can tell which moans no, came from which. No, I don't oh. know about that. I don't You're know like, about I don't that. I just, well, I blocked it. I just blocked it out. I put on my headphones when I started oh, hearing it. fuck. That's so And I just bizarre. started listening, you know, to music or something. And whatever. Oh. But I remember just like regretting. Regretting. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like regretting so <laughs> I love how you said that because I either I every day I used to live in a little little bit of regret, you know, and so I know I know exactly. So you're, I don't know. I don't even know how you're gonna even put this up with the podcast, bro. I mean, bro, how could I not put this up, dude? You're talking about if, dude, that is fucking intense. I would be offended. I'd be like, bro, bro, I would have probably been into this, maybe. If you got me coked out enough and told me ahead of time, yeah. but now that you just spring this on me, it makes me think there's so much shady shit going on. And that ha- this happened about like now that it's been six months and that uh, that happened about halfway through when I went to uh, like about a fourth of the way into my month of like getting doing shit because I was gone for a long time. Like people who I was so uh, that knew me sober wonder what the fuck happened to me. I dropped off the map. It was for like a long time, you know. Um, a lot of people dropped off the map this last year. Yeah, dude. And then Fuck. COVID hit. You know, I was stuck. I wasn't pushing you further into isolation. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know, mm. I didn't know what happened to the rooms and whatnot. And, you know, what happened with whether or not like I was going to an Alano club and I was yeah. going to the Clean Slate. Clean Slate got shut down. Yeah, I, I heard about, about later. I heard about Clean Slate. Bro, that shut was down. crazy. Like I, all these meetings that I was going to or that well, I was being I mean, a service of, that was just a gnarly fucking. You got to imagine Clean Slate is a meeting that uh, really its basis for survival was collecting tips to so they could rent out the yeah, fucking they were. hall. Dude, but no it, one was paying shit. They wouldn't even get like, they. no one was putting anything in the seventh tradition basket. You know, that was a huge thing. Like nobody was, bro. Nobody was. Where the fuck are they getting their well, money from I to mean, rent the place out? Bro, it's clean slates in, in Oceano. It's like not the richest town. Yeah, but even then, the but like where the fuck, who was paying it? Who was paying the rent? Who was paying it? There's <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, there's no you way. You guys like these meetings. That, we yeah, gotta fucking pay them. We're not making money. Gotta keep bro. the lights on, they bro. Dude. Come on, you like, like recovery? I think the owner, I think it was, I think someone was like, 
because it was because it's also a fucking. Well, that building they rented out for other shit, like the fucking Elks Lodge, probably rented that out or who knows. Oh, that wasn't just for that meetings. That would make sense now because it wasn't I was just like, for meetings. Because I, I totally thought it was just for meetings. You see, even the signs up there that were saying up a like like come on, they're gonna cover that up that you're gonna do an Elks Lodge. They didn't in the have of a, there of weren't a, there weren't that many meetings. There was like a morning. There was like three meetings at Clean Slate or Alano. Clean Slate. There was only like three meetings, like a no, there day, wasn't. There was a meeting a every single day. A three, a three meetings, three meetings every single day. Well, that's yeah, but I mean, that's each meeting. And all hours, club, three, That's three hours a day. Are you day. talking about in slow or in Oceano here? Oceano, clean slate. Okay, maybe I was just late, late for some of the stuff because I remember you were getting sober around when I was like had like four years something like that. Um. Well, no, I I came up here for a weekend pass and um. Uh, some one of my friends, I won't say her name, but I had uh, I was getting like a chip um, for because I was in rehab for a good amount of time. Yeah, and we all went to Clean Slate, and I I got an NA chip there because like I was only collecting AA chips, so I was yeah. like yeah I'll get my chip there, and we all went to Denny's after, and so that's how I know a little about Alano. But it's like yeah, if no one's paying tips or the seventh tradition tip jar or whatever, anyway, then yeah. you're fucked. And then on top of that. No one can go to meetings because they're shut down. How are you going to fucking even if survive it as like a meeting? I just wonder how a lot of people died, man. I think about that sometimes. I know so many people who went back out and just died, bro. And I can't like, even I can't even give you a number of the death toll that of people I've known that have died in the last 12 to 14 months. I can't even tell you the number. Be- it's sad, man. Like, this whole COVID thing yeah, really, really well, fucked with a lot of, like, people who I knew. I'm like, damn, I can't believe you're dead. I can't believe this dude's dead. I, I remember that guy just the other fucking yeah. month. Like, I just saw this. Someone dude. just died recently. Who was it? Um, his name was Brian, and he... Oh, yeah, was Brian... Mo- uh, don't, no, Brian. don't, don't, just say it, don't say it, oh, just yeah, say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just first name basis, he, yeah, he crashed, on his, yeah. crashed on his motorcycle, and he had just recently went out, saying he was high, like, not must have been nodding off behind the wheel on his motorcycle and crashed and died. But, uh, you know, this is what I'll say about that. You know, yeah, I will agree, too many people have died, and I can't even keep track of how many people, because it's been so many. But one thing I will say that maybe not a lot of people acknowledge is like, um, like me, especially like I say this for me, this is my perception of how all this uh, mourning and loss affects me. I, I don't even know how to process death like a normal person. Like I've heard the, that, that chilling news so many times that it's normalized. This year. It, it, I guess. Well, yeah, because it a, doesn't, so many people have died that it's just like, oh, well, yep, that happened, and then you just go you, through it, and you don't you like feel, cry, you don't really grieve, you don't really like go yeah. through the processes of what like grieving actually but is. But the thing is, is like then you feel like a piece of shit because you're like, why am I not emotionally affected yep, like exactly. a normal person should be emotionally affected? I knew right? somebody in the rooms, two of them that just recently died, and I knew, and they just died the other the other day, yeah, of dude. COVID, bro. Oh, so, of COVID, yeah, COVID this Fuck. time. This is, we're talking, but the fact is, is that. I did. I didn't really feel bad about it in the sense of like, even when it came to drugs, you know, well, whatever is, type of death it is, like it doesn't. I don't feel is, like I process grief because some, of that. No, you know yeah, I mean? for sure. Some, and real shit. some grief I process better or worse than others, but it's like I notice it and I'm like, okay, someone died. It doesn't feel like it's real. Like there's no end, but it's like usually 
when I was growing up, I'd find out someone died and I'm fucking heartbroken. I mean, I feel heartbroken. And I'm like, fuck, but it's almost like my fucking subconscious is like protecting myself in a defense mechanism. Cause it knows like hearing this information and processing this information is going to trigger an emotional response. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah. And I've just, I'm so used to having to be put through those motions of having to like, acknowledge all this horrible shit that it's almost like I put all the bad news about loss and overdoses and deaths. I put that on the back burner. And so it's like, I acknowledge kind of it happened, but I never accept or fully acknowledge or process the information because I know what's going to happen when I do. I'm the emotional wreck. So I've been like, uh, letting all that shit build up. And, uh, I know it's not healthy. To, to just like, you know, whatever, but it's, it's, I don't know. It just sucks, dude. And there's nothing you, it's like out of your control, right? So there's nothing you can really do. So I guess the way that I, that reminds me or when it hits me is just knowing that these people, if you were to try to find them, you couldn't, and you knew you wouldn't be able to find them because they're just gone. Like they're straight. I don't, are not existing anymore. It'd be different if they were like, Oh, you know, like, I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, that's not a serious thing where someone's missing, you know, or yeah, something like that. It. Or, but it. it's just the fact that, like, if you wanted to go to their house and find them or some shit like that, you can't say hi to them. You can't, you know, there's no conversation that'll ever happen. So it's, I guess I don't really process in the sense of, like, crying or anything, but, like, definitely the only thing I can really do is just think about it and then not really show any sort of, like. It's your fucking. You're, it's your, you're protecting yourself. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to kind of explain it. Okay. So this is what I'll say. That was very depressing. Oh, well, it's, you know, this not, there's nothing wrong with talking about like serious. I mean, more content, more subjects, more stuff no, to talk it, about. No, it's, it's definitely something that's important, but I don't want to end the show on a, on a depressing know. note. No, I want to end it on, I want to end it on a funny note. You know, because yeah. it's like it's almost like you watch a horrible movie that traumatizes you and then you watch a comedy right after to like balance you out. <laughs> we should do that. You know, well, it, what, what should be talking about? A, I don't even know what to talk this about. This is a quick story I want to tell you about how I injured. Um, I injured my gooch in a horrible uh, bubble bath incident. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? dude? <laughs> I did. I was gonna try and tell you this at the beginning of the podcast, but we got sidetracked with all the shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Dude, yo, so it I've is. had this one person ask me for my sweaty shoes. To do what? Basically send it out to him. He wanted to pay me like five hundred bucks. To do he's gonna put his dick it, in your shoes or what? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's my first thought. Yeah. It, hey. well, dude, I showed it to a few people and we fucked with them. So I sent it. You fucked <laughs> yeah, with we, we, them. Yeah, but we fucked how with them. But f- I, almost, I almost, because the thing is he wanted specific shoes. You're, they had to be used. <laughs> no, they needed to be mountain bike shoes. Oh, the sweatiest of you shoes. Yeah, so, well, uh, I guess, I don't know. He was like, basically, I had this dude hit me Bro, up on Instagram. This is this well, is sus all from the get-go. Dude, dude, so, and I showed it to my girlfriend while I was getting high. I remember Fuck. just fucking being so fucking high when I got received this. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, did this guy really? Because I have an Instagram, and I, I'm I'm sponsored by this, uh, by this fitness company because I use their products called... And I showed up on there. I'm an affiliate for them. Getting jacked. 
with basically. Them. So I, I made a little bit of, you know, I, I never got like a bunch of followers, but people were following me and seeing my stuff and asking me questions. Also, well, this dude, this weird fat ass guy, bro. Like, I don't even know who this dude, I don't even know where this dude came from. I mean, I definitely know he doesn't follow me, but he somehow he, Instagram stalked me. Okay. He hit me up. I've been there. I went through the messages, bro. On the re- And I remember seeing this guy and I took screenshots of it at first because I'm like, this can't be real. But he's like, hey, so how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing all right. Who are you? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you work out a lot. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. Thanks, man. You know, do you want any? Oh, is there anything fuck. else you want or like tips or anything? He's like, yeah, I'm actually, a, I just want to make sure. So you seem like a pretty open person. Are you pretty cool? It's like, yeah, I say I'm a pretty open guy. You know, I'm like pretty open minded and pretty progressive. Yeah, pretty. Because <laughs> I'm about to drop a bomb on you that's going to make you <laughs> so then, uncomfortable. So and I just then wanna... the dude, the dude straight Jesus. out texts me and says, so, hey, uh, I, I have a proposition for you. I'm like, okay, what are you saying? And I thought, for me, this is what I was thinking. Nuts. I was thinking, I was thinking, because I get messages on like people saying, hey, you know, we want to make you your brand ambassador fucking scheme, pyramid schemes, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. So, so I'm thinking that's what the dude was. So I, I didn't expect him to throw me this question. So how much do you want your shoes for? I'm like. Wait, how much do you want for your shoes? Yeah, basically. And I'm like why do you okay yeah i don't have like shoes to how, sell or anything yeah but how does like, he even know you have uh, shoes for sale he's, he's, he's like well do you have like no i mean like your sweaty shoes no, wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. like sweaty sneakers wait, or like, like anything wait, that's ripped up wait a minute just hold on there my buddy my friend so he said sweaty shoes and he wants to know who wants specifically shoes that have been used and sweated in Yes. Yeah, he's putting his dick in there, yeah. dude. Oh, for sure. So, so did, I he, did he admit to that? No, he didn't. But this, oh, so I okay, so it. I didn't text. Why didn't so, you ask him? So, well, wait here. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna get around to it. Just wait, just wait. So I didn't know what to do with this situation, right? So I oh. screenshot this, and I'm just laughing my ass off. I'm like, this guy wants my seat, but he. This is what he offered: 150 bucks. What kind of shoes were they? Well, they were just like my regular because I don't really work out and just regular shit like the shoes that he was wanting later on. He would ask me he wanted those types of shoes and he wasn't he was expecting something more. I'm like, fuck this guy, man. But like because I'm like, I'm on 150 bucks. You know what I mean? So I I go over. (laughs) So I go over and I give I show it to one, my friend. And she and she she congratulates. He's like, fuck, yeah, get your bag, man. I'm like, the fuck, dude? I would have been like, hey. You know what? I know you. These we're talking about these shoes, but I could sweat in those shoes more and for more money. Or I dude, got an even straight, sweatier no, pair of shoes. So, 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 so check this out. Check this out, dude. Check this out. So my my girlfriend offers kind of similar what you say. It's like, dude, just just okay. So he wants those types of shoes because this was later on after I, <laughs> I, I showed up people already. They were like, oh man, I'm so you know. But I said he only wants this specific type of shoes, and she said, I don't. My girlfriend was so funny when she said it too because she. This is what she said. She's like, who gives a fuck? Just go buy a pair of shoes and just fucking yeah, make just, it smelly, just like, like the used underwear girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's why I thought about it, dude. So I was yeah. like, yeah, so, dude, get that bag, dude. So, so it's, 20, it's 2021, man. So. What happened was, I forgot about it. Okay. And so I hit him back up, say, hey, you still want to say, oh, no, I'm actually good. Pfft, fuck this guy, dude. So he, the dude texts me, gets out of his way for his time, 
just to say and all this other stuff. I'm already weirded out by this guy. I've never had this happen to me before. I felt kind of, but I was kind of honored. Excited. You got uh, all excited. Yeah, because I was about to get money off my, but I still, that's a fucking weird ass experience. Fucking reject me. But dude, this the girls that I showed saying that, he's like, oh, I wish I had a guy fucking come up to me asking me for my space so I yeah, can make duh. money off of no it. shit. <laughs> I have dated a girl who sold her fucking brother's, well, it's her panties, but her brother wore them. Yeah. I mean, dude, this is the life I live for being a very jacked dude. You know what I would have done? I would have been like, you know what, motherfucker? I had some other guy who wanted these sweaty shoes and he was going to pay another extra $50 negotiating more. power, motherfucker. And then, then next time he hits me up for my sweaty shoes, I'll be like, dude, it's too late. I already got way more people who want to pay way more money for them. I'm <laughs> high in demand in the sweaty shoe game. In oh. all honesty, I'm surprised. Just knowing that I have the capabilities to do that to people Let's is get almost an honor. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you're providing a service, and if there is demand, I have the supply. That's so crazy, man. I would never sell my sweaty shoes ever, bro. I don't care if it's for a bag. It's fucking weird. It's just I don't weird care. That's, that's weird, but it's not that weird. I would buy two heat lamps, and I would put one on each foot, and I would I would be like, dude, I... Bro, I'd rather just get my socks than my shoes. Socks. I mean, yeah, why the shoe and not the sock? That yeah, absorbs not the sock? more of the sweat. Exactly. You could like marinate them in some iced tea and like drink it you afterwards. Could jack off with the sock. I know, I do. Like if he's really that weird, bro, bro, and he wanted that, he could just use the sock, bro. In rehab? And I wouldn't have to go buy mountain bike shoes. What the fuck? This dude, you people in your peculiar fucking sexual It's got to be a mountain weird. bike shoe. It's weird. It's just weird. Hey, sec- like why mountain bike shoes? Why can't you just take fucking regular tennis <laughs> Dude, are you fucking kink shaming this guy right now? Everyone's got their preference, bro. Dude, uh, you know what? Whatever, man. I, I've all never- I know is that I don't mountain bike. I work out. What yeah. the, my type of fucking... Like, okay. My Instagram doesn't even show that I mountain bike. Have what you the pu- fuck ever, are you saying, Have dude? you ever put your dick in a used mountain bike shoe? Never will. Then how do you know what you're missing? It could have been the, it could be the greatest experience of you know anyone's... Uh, hell no, a scratched up dick, dude, and probably some fucking disease. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get that? You're not going to get an STD from this mountain bike shoe. You're going to get something for sticking your fucking dick inside of a sweaty ass shoe. Brew, come on, come on. You're not, you're going to get a sweaty, you're going to get foot sweat on your dick. I've. No, hell no, bro. Hell no. (laughs) What sexually transmitted disease... Is okay, no, S- okay, no, just any disease, bro. You're you think, get- like, if you had a bunion on your foot? I don't know if the dude has, like, fucking, like, if he goes, hey, look, think about it, bro. You're going <laughs> to put something around your dick that has probably some sort of bacteria, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, that's not, well, there's beneficial bacteria out he there. He probably is doing something bro. with it. Maybe he just needs to, like, this is what I'm thinking. He probably just put a plastic bag or something around <laughs> it, turned the turned the thing into a Fifi, maybe, like, the like, like, yeah. and probably did it like that It's like instead. a f- custom-made fleshlight. <laughs> bro, they have this, they have Dude. these new fleshlights, and it's a foot. <laughs> It's a foot, and That's on the ridiculous. bottom of the foot, there's a little vagina, and no, you can like have dude, sex with. No. The <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I don't know. Oh, maybe I would. Hell no, bro. I'm. I need to buy a flashlight, honestly, because. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, never, never, bro. Just go uh, fuck your fuck yourself a girl, dude. Just go get yourself a girl, dog. Yeah, right. The girls that are into me, like, please imagine if I got you get crazy bitches, huh? I do. You've I heard my stories. Bitches. You've heard my. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bitches, man. Well, look, 
It's probably a lot it's, of them listening to this. So. No, no. Look, I've said I've I told a story that I haven't aired yet, and I'll say this again. This is the life lesson I've learned because I have a bad track record with dating. And I used to think when I was in my addiction, I would project outwards. Excuse me. I would project outwards and I'd be like, why do all these crazy ladies come their way and find their way to me? Like I'm a magnet for crazy women, you know? And I used to say it's all the crazy ladies fault. You know, because I know there's good girls out there, but, you know, but in reality, you know, do the recovery, whatever I've learned. It's like, look, I'm in I am in control more than I think of, you know, my reality that and the environment I'm surrounding myself in. Right. So it's like, what is it about myself that is causing my relationships to be so dysfunctional? And what is it about myself and what can I change about myself that will allow me to have better and healthier relationships? That sounds like you've done steps seven and eight. And yeah, all of, I had to do all of them. Yep. 12 month rehab. But that's like with me when I did my step work and I found out I don't compromise with people. And that's why I have bad relationships. Yeah, well, that's a lot of therapy that will help you realize that too. That was just step work. Dude. What, what my, I shouldn't even talk. I talked about this in the other story, but. Um, no, I was realizing like, look, I have codependency issues. I have issues where I, have, you know, avoiding conflict and I don't set boundaries because I avoid conflict. And that has to do with a lot of the domestic disputes I would see, not from necessarily my family, but my friends' families fighting when I was young. I'm just like, oh, I want to avoid like that. And so, you know, I understand more about myself and why I kind of acted out in the way I did back then. But, you know, when you recognize that self, it, it's a, like, I don't know, a crossover point in your life where you're like, I can continue to live like this and yield the same results, which don't lead me to be happy. Or I could try and do, you know, make the difficult decision, like the, I can make the difficult decision to change and, um, you know, not give in to temptation and, you know, do that. And hopefully that will yield me better results. Right. Mm. So that's what I'm trying to do. And it sounds and like recovery. Well, in, in that process, I'm realizing I shouldn't be dating while I'm learning how to be a good person because I'm dude, I'm still learning. I fuck up all the time. That's why I, I, I that's why I won't date any more women um, currently because of that same kind of similar reason is because of the fact that, um, especially when doing step work, like why would I want to go out with somebody if I really wanted a long-term relationship especially, that's like satisfying when I'm fucked up? Well, especially if you're in such early recovery time, I think your first year of recovery time, you really should focus on yourself and no one else. I really think if you have bad traumatic issues, it should be even longer than that. That's and, just my yeah, personal And opinion. if you have codependency issues, you should be single long enough to understand yourself and know, to know no, how to handle relationships better in the future. It's just and know your own patterns. Like I don't yeah. think people like recognize their own patterns. Whether, exactly. Because you could be sober and not even like, you oh, know, dude. Know. You, you know, and you just see in be the like, meetings all the time. Oh, dude. Character defects. Dude, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah. Let's not even go. Yeah. We know it's, we know they're out there. I forgive you. Step nine, you know, whatever. <laughs> I guess. I don't, I mean, whatever. Anyway, it's, it's two hours, bro. I got to fucking go eat pizza and uh, poop and, you know, try, try your best not to sell your, your sweaty shoes.
I'll sell my sweaty shoes. If anyone out there wants my sweaty shoes, email me at nodsquadpodcast at gmail.com. I don't have for all ma- you weirdos out there. I don't have many shoes, but I guarantee they're sweaty for everyone who likes sweaty things. I'm and not offering my sweaty <laughs> shoes. I have some that are less sweaty, some are more sweaty, and we'll neg- negotiate a price, you know? Maybe I'll maybe maybe they'll like, you know, if you step into in some dog shit too, maybe. <laughs> if you want, I'll step in dog doo-doo. Just for you, that's going to cost extra, though, because I don't really like stepping in dog shit, <laughs> even if it's a shoe that I'm selling. I'm like, why do I, why do, I do this? That's fucking weird, dude. Bro, this is 2021. The time to make <clears throat> money in creative ways is now, and the you know, there's a shortage on trips, so buy a fucking new computer while you can and get an OnlyFans. That's all I can say. And with that being said... No, no, no. Oh. I'm going to edit the fuck out of your voice. Maybe sound, I don't know, chopped. All right. Anyway, I, I, uh, I love you guys, so I'm out. And, um, uh, yeah, peace, love, and all the above. Rest in peace, it's in my heart. Stealing shit, fuck the cops. Rest in peace, I'm a cross.